back to Double Dose. I'm your host, Depeche. And I'm your host, Daniel. And we're here to take him from Earth to the Particle Horizon. Ooh, I want to know what that is. We'll so I'm going to look it up we'll later. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you? We're back in the seat. We're back in business. The boys are back in town. Uh, we, were, we were off for a week. Oh, two weeks, really. Yeah. Um, but you didn't know we secretly knew yeah, we did. it. Yeah, we, we, we hit around that. And I, I hope you guys had a chance to watch our best bits that we released uh, last Monday, which was a great little filler that Daniel put together. Mm-hmm. Um, before we start, um, just wherever you are, if you're in the car, if you're at work, if you're lying on your bed, if you're playing with your dog, uh, just put your hands together for our host, Daniel, who just got married. Thank you, guys. Hey, come, let's, let's. Hey. <laughs> uh, I like yeah. him at the awards ceremony. Yeah, dude. He's your prize. Thank you. No, thank you. I'm, I'm ball and chain now, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's happy ball and chain. <laughs> it's so it's all good. happy ball and yeah. chain. <laughs> so uh, that's why Daniel's uh, been on his honeymoon. So we had a little bit of a break. Um, we funnily enough both went on holidays around the same time. Went to the same place. Same place. Uh, we didn't even plan that, so you yeah. know, a bit of double dose action for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's good. Good little break. Yeah. That no, was your honeymoon. I thought it was. I thought it was very relaxing, very yeah. chill, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I wish I could be there the whole time. I wish I never had to go back to work or back to the real world. Don't we all? It was great. Things must come to an end. Yes. Oh, yeah. And for for those of you that don't know, which is obviously most of you, uh, we went to Tasmania, mm, which yeah. is lovely. Lovely. Very, lovely this time of year. It's like if Sydney was in, not recession, but like <laughs> <laughs> Sydney at like a de-age 20, 30 yeah. years. And when I say we went to Tasmania, I didn't get married to Daniel. So just want to clear that up. That's, a, that's what he thinks. Yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. That's what he wanted. It should have been me. It should have been me. I object. <laughs> so nobody asked that. I still object. What about that time? <laughs> Don't you remember, Daniel? We started a podcast together. Yeah. You were my everything. Yeah, cool. Oh, um, man. Well, no, um, you want to start us off? I do. I, I came across this uh, interesting story, actually, just like yesterday. And I wanted to um, mention it to you and I because yeah. I've always dreamed about this okay. and I thought how would I react if this happened to me and I wanted to get your opinion of what you think as well um, but I came across this story and these stats of um, so that the concept is what 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 happens if you win the lottery you know say you win a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. what happens um, the realistic kind of thing everyone's like oh life would be so easy life would be the best, you know, all my worries go away. And in reality, from what I heard from this story, it is maybe one of the worst things to happen to you. Winning the lottery. Winning the lottery is actually one of the worst things that could ever happen to you. I have heard of people being miserable uh, because I guess they are people maybe that aren't good with their money but when they win the lottery. Yep. Um, but I mean, for me, I, and I think everyone's had that daydream about I mean, what would I do if I win the lottery? Yeah, that's and, something uh, I thought about quite a bit. Yeah. My grandma would always say, oh, wouldn't it be good to just win yeah. the lotto? I think we were, we got brought up with that generation where a lot of scratchies and lotto were being bought. Yeah. Uh, and so even we, now, it's like, what do you get someone for the gift? Scratchy. Yeah. It's an easy, easy gift. And um, I mean, yeah, I still get that daydream here and there. Some people will think it's pointless. Why are you spending yeah. your money on that? Yeah. But uh, you got to be in it to win it, as they you say. Be in it to win it, and which is the biggest like boomer yeah. word ever. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, look, I think it would change my life for the positive because I think I'm pretty smart with my money. But let's find Enlighten out. me. This is the story. So um, it's a little bit long. I'm going to try and get through all of it. I'll skip it if it's too That's long. That's all right. But um, it's I, I there were so many juicy details mm-hmm. that I didn't really want to cut anything out. Okay. Yeah. Okay? No, so I'm keen let, to. Let's go for let it. Let me know. So the, the write-up, I saw it on Reddit and the write-up was um, really well done. So I'll just copy. It was a copy paste of the write-up. The creepypasta. Yeah. The creepypasta. <laughs> creepypasta of it. <laughs> um, so uh, it's it was just a big write-up of like from this guy's perspective perspective it was congratulations you just won millions of dollars in the lottery that's great now you're fucked no really you are fucked if you just want to skip the biographical uh detail tales and woes of some of the max tax protagonists math tax protagonists skip on down to the next comment and see what what to do in the event of a lottery and if you like were to win what should you actually do that's not covered in this one maybe we'll save it for another one but this is the implications let's see so you see, it's something of an open secret. The winners of or winners of obnoxiously large jackpots tend to end up with badly alarming regularity. 
not the one million dollar winners, but anyone in the nine figure range that is uh, high risk. Eight figures, pretty likely to be screwed. Seven figures, yet painful. Perhaps this is the consequences of the sample. The demographic of lottery players might be exactly the wrong people who um, win to win large sums of money in the first place. Right. right? So that's why he's saying like people who are in the lotto anyway, who are like give their cash every week. It's like right. those are the type of mentality people that it's bad to win anyway. Right. Right. So. Um, large jackpot winners face double-digit multiples of probability versus the general population to be victims of homicide. It's like twenty times more likely you're going to be killed when you have the when you win the lotto because people know of your riches, or you have a lifestyle that puts you in a higher risk of getting everything combined. You're right. So I'll go into all the details, okay. which is great. Drug Jeez. overdose goes up double digits multiples of this happening to you and you dying. So interesting thinking that you wouldn't need drugs if you could have the most fun lifestyle. But you know what? As I said before, I think, is that in Sims, when you get all the cheats, you get bored real quick because you're not grinding to anything. You're not working purposefully. It's like you just cheat coded and you you hit the big time. And so if you are on the rush of maybe a year of all the amazing things you can think of, what do you do after that? This kind of ties into our discussion with the fetishes. And it's like, you've done all the sex stuff that you like. What do you do after? Keep pushing it now. Gotta keep pushing. Yeah, yeah. Bankruptcy is number three on the list. So losing it all. Idiots. Kidnapping, then after that, and triple digit multiples of probability versus the general population rate to be convicted of drunk driving. The victim of homicide at the hands of a family member, 120 times more likely. 120 times more likely to, to be, be killed a- by a family member. What the fuck happens to the- this? It's is scary, it's dude. Scary That's so scary. Um, a defendant in a civil lawsuit and a defendant in family criminal proceedings. So believe it or not, your biggest enemy is suddenly becomes, uh, if you suddenly become possessed of large sum of money is you. At least you'll have to have the cons- consolation of meeting your fate by your own hand. Mm. But if you can't manage it on your own, don't worry. There are a number of Willing participants are ready to help you start your vicious downward spiral for you. Mind you, many of these people will be friends in quotation marks, Mm. friendly neighbors in quotation marks, and family in quotation marks. Often, you won't even have evil intentions, but I'm sure you know that makes little difference in the end. Most aren't evil. Most most aren't malicious. Some are. None are. Some are. None are good for you. Jack Whittaker and Johnny Cash are tired. West Virginia native is the poster boy for the dangers of a lump sum award. In 2002, Mr. Whittaker, 55 years old at the time, won what was also at the time the largest single award in US history jackpot of $315 million. Holy shit, dude. At that time, he planned to live as nothing had changed, or so he said. He he was remarkably modest (laughs) and decent before the jackpot, and his ship's... And his, sh- and his ship sure came in, right? Wrong. Mr. Whittaker became the subject of number of personal challenges, escalating into tragedies, complicated by a large, large number of legal troubles. Whittaker wasn't a typical lottery winner either. His net worth at the time of the winnings was in excess of $15 million already. He already had that. He already had that. All right, so he's already living pretty comfy. So you think he'd be like the person that would understand what to do with his money, right? He's already got large sums of money. Right. It's not like he's a bum and then goes to stardom and it's like, Mm. I blew it all. Mm -mm. Owing to his ownership of a successful contradicting contracting firm, sorry, in West Virginia, he claimed to want to live as if nothing had changed, actually seeming plausible. He should have been well-equipped for wealth. He was already quite wealthy after all. By all accounts, he was somewhat modest, low-profile, generous, and good-natured. He should have coasted into the sunset. Yeah, not exactly. Whittaker took the all-cash option from the for the um the lotto. You can choose if you want to have it paid out annually for like thirty years, or what do you want? Do you want all the money at once in the bank, or how do you want or it? Or drip-fed, right? Exactly. He took the all-cash option, hunt, and uh. 170 million instead of the annuity option and took possession of a 114 million dollars in cash after the 56 million dollars in taxes because oh. in America you're taxed on winnings here you're not that's such a big tax so it's about 50% gets taken away oh man can well, you imagine being like 
$300 million you won and the government's like, hey, bro, just so you know, $150 million of that is mine. I know it's- uh how very crazy um, is that? I know it's very sad to like say because you're still ridiculously rich, but at the same time, it's like don't give me that number if you're not going to give it to me. That's what I mean. But yeah. in Australia, that doesn't happen. <laughs> We're not taxed on winnings here. Yeah. So if I won a hundred million dollars in the lotto, I get a hundred million dollars. Yeah, nice. But that constitutes then as earnings. So then it's like you have to decide what you want to do with that money. Right. So that's why a lot of people take the drip feed because you get taxed less. Right. Right. Makes sense. I would probably take the drip feed too. Yeah. I think going stupid. And at the same it. time, I don't think you can spend that much. Yeah, that's just so, asking for disaster. Yeah. Whitaker quickly became the subject of a number of financial stalkers who would regularly um, hide out at his breakfast location and offer suggestions on how to spend the money. They were unemployed. No, an interview tomorrow morning wasn't good enough. They needed cash now. <laughs> Perhaps they should be surefire business plan planners. Their daughter had cancer. Their niece had dialysis. They needed... Um, needless to say, Whitaker stopped going to breakfast at this place. Eventually, they began ringing his doorbell sometimes in the early morning before he was... Um, before long, he was paying off-duty deputies to protect his oh family. God, dude. He was accused of being heartless, cold, stingy. Mm. Uh, letters poured in, children with cancer, diabetes, MS, you name it. He hired people to sort the mail, a detective to filter out false claims, and con men uh, was, were retained. Brenda, the clerk who sold the guy the ticket, was a victim of collateral damage. Whittaker had written her a check of $44,000 and bought her house, but by no means... But by no means a millionaire, rumors that the state routinely paid the clerk who sold the ticket 10% of the jackpot winnings hounded her. He was She was followed home, threatened and assaulted because she sold him the ticket. Because someone was like, why Like, why does he get that money? So you, you're, you're, you're at fault for, for, yeah. them, for letting that Whatever happen. Whatever the case or just that, hey, I heard you got payout. Um, give me some of that cash. Oh my God, dude, How people crazy. are fucking crazy. Whittaker's car was twice broken into and by trusted acquaintances who watched him leave large amounts of cash in there. One time, half a million dollars. The other time, 200 grand. Who leaves that in, in a car? Don't know, man. Well, very careless. Too much money. Crazy. That's right. The thieves spiked Whittaker's drinks with prescription drugs in the first incident. The second incident, that was handiwork of his granddaughter's friend. Stole $200,000. Oh, my God, dude. Um, even Whittaker, uh, good faith generosity was questioned when he offered $10,000 to improve the city's water park so that there was handicap accessible. Locals complained that he spent money at a strip club. Mm. Whittaker invested quite a bit into his own business, tripled the number of people in his business employed, and eventually had to had given away $14 million to charity through the foundation he set up on purpose. This, of course, what you're supposed to do, set up a foundation, be careful about your charity giving. It made no difference in the end. To top it all off, Whitaker was accused of ruining a number of marriages. His money made other men look inferior, they said. Whenever he went to a small West Virginia town he called home, resentment grew infested. Whitaker paid four settlement related to his sort his claim uh, to a sort of claims. Yes, you had it right for his family and immediate circle were quickly the victims of odds defying number of overdoses, emergency room visits, and even fatalities. His granddaughter, 18 years old, after giving her a th 2100 week allowance was found dead after having missing been missing for several weeks. Her death apparently from a drug overdose, but Whittaker suspected foul play. Her body was wrapped in a tarp and hidden under a rusted, rusted out van in the woods. Wow. It's just like just nonstop. Her 17 year old boyfriend had expired three months earlier in Whittaker's vacation house, also from an overdose. Some of his friends had robbed the house after his overdose, stepping over the body and making their escape and then to return for more before stepping over the body again to leave. His parents sued for wrong death, claiming that Whittaker's loose purse strings contributed to the son's death. Amazingly, juries are prone to award damages in cases such as these. Whittaker settled again. He had to settle outside of court and pay these people off. 
Even before the deaths, the local and state police had taken a special interest in Whittaker after his newfound fame. He was arrested for minor and less minor offences many times after his winnings, despite having needless near a spotless record before the award. So crazy. It's just like, give me your money, but you're in trouble if I fuck up with the money. Yeah. So it's just like everyone is just like vultures completely, just like losing their shit. Savage. In 18 months, Whittaker had been cited for over 250 violations ranging from broken taillights on every one of his new cars, the improper display of renewal stickers, a lawsuit charging various police organizations with harassment went nowhere, and Whittaker was hit with court costs instead. The city sued him for $1.5 million over bounce checks, which are caused by an asset freezing. So he, he he wasn't notified that some assets got froze. Yeah, and then he was sued by the by the state. Oh my god! Like, One point five million dollars. So it's just like money leaving your account left, right, and center. Today, Whittaker is badly in debt, and bankruptcy looms large in his future. But hey, that's just one example. Wrong. Nearly one third of multi-million dollar jackpot winners eventually declare bankruptcy, and some end up worse. Just to give you a taste of the possibilities, consider the fates of... And it's got a big list of people who have all lost their cash and right. big winnings. That's terrible. Um, do you think that this comes about when you... I'm not saying advertise, but you let too many people in on the fact that you've hit a big... Yeah. So, apparently, in the next comment, I skimmed through that one and had a look. And pretty much, it's uh, you need to hire an attorney to go collect your cash for you. Because otherwise, your face is all over the news. Is it? Yeah, pretty much. Like in Australia as well. I thought you can um when they when when you win, you can choose to remain anonymous. You can, but then it's like the risk of someone following you and seeing who you are. But there's people, the stalkers are just like camped a lot of places and be like, Okay, I think that person's gonna win now. It's like buddy up with them, bump into them randomly at a shop right. and then oh, what are you doing mm-hmm. here? You know, and then find out they won the lotto and that's it, your life's over. Well, I th- do you think it's, that would be changed now that um, there's a lot of apps for the lotto and stuff? Or in Australia, you can, I don't you know. Can, you can do the tickets online. So if you win, you get a call and it's just you're at home. I don't know. Apparently, that's not the case. Apparently, you are stupid to even use your your same phone number. Because um, even someone that works within the system yeah. will be like, uh, it could tell their friend. Be like, yeah, exactly. This is the person that won. Yeah, your friend, your friend, friend knows. Yeah. Wow, that's so scary. So scary. So there's no, even if you keep it close to your chest, you the best really thing don't to have do control. Is like go through a team of lawyers and get it all don- uh, anonymously donated. Do not tell your family. Do not tell your friends. Just live a bit like normal, and then or disappear. Go to another country. It sounds like you have to really much, pretty much drop what you're doing, and I mean, you could take your closest with you. And start fresh somewhere else. That's pretty much it. And they said even that, it's like giving cash to your nearest and dearest. It's like grandkids die because of overdose. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like it's um, when you give cash other than like, I don't know, mum and dad or something, you almost need to get them to sign a waiver being like, this is money for you. These are the reasons I want you to have the money. And you have to sign this that I'm not liable for whatever you do with the money. You know, even if it's family. It sounds like, dude, that. Well, the, I think in the instance, it's like the pool of people that they're picking from, the people who enter the lotto anyway are maybe like lower socioeconomic people because they're mm. like struggling to get rich. Yeah, yeah. So, they're desperate for right, it right. or they attracts that type of people. But as you can see, it's like people camp out your coffee place, That's start so ringing your scary, door. dude. And, you know, you're, you're getting piles of mail being like, donate to this, give mm. us your money, you stingy bastard. It's like- That's so crazy. And like also those people that have the energy to do all that, why aren't they bugging Bezos and stuff? You could put just as much effort into people that are popularly rich. Yeah, because it's more like you're tangibly more in my realm of yeah. being able to I contact can grab, you. I can get to you. I can get to you because you were just a Joe Schmo the other day. Man, that's why you go several houses, several properties, big compounds with the fucking security. Looks like he was hiring security down. 24-7, but they're still spiking his drinks in the night and that's stealing so from his car. That's so crazy. And then it's like even the state is going... Well, you know, we're gonna yeah. get we're gonna get money off you because like oh you're the cops God. are you're an easy target. It's like two hundred and fifty violations in a month. What was it in a month? With the t- um, traffic light, um, the taillights but- smashed out and stuff yeah. like that. So little things like that, and they know they can get like, away. The, yeah, yeah, and he'll just settle because it's easier. Yeah. Oh my God! Dude. What yeah. a nightmare! It's scary. Um, this is you- just one instance. Has that scared you a bit? From yeah, yeah. I, I I thought so, and I thought, man, that's just the case. But they had a detailed list of like. 
If you win, here's how to avoid all that crazy That's shit. cool. Pretty much, it's like change your phone number. Uh, you might have to change your name. Mm. That's how crazy Because I have thought like, who do you tell? You know? How do you- From even from that and from my instance of like what happens with family, I found even just small thing, what's happened in my personal experience, I wouldn't tell my family. Mm. Not even mum and dad? Nope. It just all would how, become too catty. But you know, um, you know, you're gonna get a question. Your mum's gonna be like, "How are you affording?" I would this? just say I, I I did some good investments and earned a, a pretty good amount of money. But I, if I say well, I won a hundred million, I would just go, uh, "I won a little." Like I, I I wouldn't tell them I won. I'd just be like, "I took some great business investments." Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, it's paid out okay. You know what we say? The podcast made it big. Yeah, something like that. Some money from podcast. Totally. <laughs> but I would never say I won the lotto. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you got to keep it close to your chest. And it's scary because in my head, um, when you do the daydreaming, yep. um, you're thinking of, uh, who do I who do I tell and who do I not tell? But then it turns out that you can not tell anyone and, and someone that stakes you out will just spill the beans and then it word gets out quick. That, that's it. And then you're in the newspaper before, yeah. you know, paparazzi, all that shit. And mm. so I just think in my head- you really can't tell anyone that you won. Mm-hmm. And you That's have to just scary, you have man. to just live like a pretty normal life. A lot of people in the other thing said the worst possible thing that happened to them, they have quotes from people who have won saying, The worst thing in my life that ever happened to me was winning the lotto. Jeez. Can you imagine if that's like the worst thing that's ever happened to you. I hope that's from the people that aren't good with money and it's not this scenario most of the time. Yeah. This scenario home. is scary. That is very, very scary. Yeah. Um, I can imagine, you know, people that aren't very good with money that hit it big time, you know, they just, they never knew how the value of a dollar or how to, you know, spread that thing. I think that's why they were saying, is this like a bad pool to kind of pick from? Because, you know, there are plenty of rich people that don't lose all their cash, but, right, you know. It's like slow yeah, and steady maybe yeah. and then it builds up and then it's... But, you know, celebrities do crazy things all the time. It's just what do you hear? Mm. So, um, does it give you perspective maybe in terms of saying yeah. you would you would maybe be more secretive if you won? Because what was your initial reaction before I told you any of this? Was it, I win, I tell my mom and dad, we're going to live such a relaxed life and I'm going to take care of you? Mm. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought It too. was me essentially being like, straight, like, first things first, mom and dad, stop what you're doing. Of- have enjoy yourselves now. Mm-hmm. You do what you want for the rest of your life. Um, everything's expenses paid from now on. But and then, then I yeah, took care of, then I take care of myself. Yeah, mm. that's what I think I would have done at first too. Like give everyone in my family like a large portion of money. Oh, but I sit them down, and I you do not tell anyone about yeah, what I'm about to like, tell can you. Can you really trust that they would never tell anyone? Yeah, or oh, you hope so. Like, so like surely you've got complications in your family where it's like this person told this person yeah, told yeah, this yeah, person yeah, like. Yeah. Surely, maybe your uncles or your mm. dad's brother or whatever it is, someone in the family, yeah. cousins, go get spiteful. Dad, dad wants to just brag a little bit. He wants yeah. a little oh, bit I'm taking care of. It's like where, yeah, where, yeah. how? You know, don't tell anyone this. But my son, one, he, he one billion dollars. He wants some. Let's money. just say Basil saying shit right now. Exactly. <laughs> so that's my concern. It's like you really can't trust anyone. And from what I understood, it's like if you want to give someone money, you mm. can't just hand over the cash. You need to put it into um, a, a long-term long-term kind of de- uh, what's it called um, fund things where, where a trust fund trust fund you put it into a long-term mm-hmm. trust fund that grows money for itself anyway yeah. and it drip feeds to the family yeah. you can't just hand the cash over because people go crazy and go into drugs That's right. they can't control themselves yeah overdose yeah. whether it's overdose because they you know go loony because they're like party central right now or Someone spikes their dream Man, imagine or that. like, you know, you get a new boyfriend who's like, you got cash fucking hit you over the head and yeah. you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You, you're putting your family at risk. That then. is so true because like, you know, you can, I mean, I feel, you feel like you can trust your family, but then you can't trust the people that aren't close, uh, the, like spouses or family that tell their friends. That's right. And then that's it. Done. And then you don't know who your your parents are talking to and you don't know who your friends are talking to. Mm. So, it's like someone of someone and someone. It's a small world out there. Man. Very small. Yeah. You know, so- so, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's like you can't tell anyone. It's crazy. And um, maybe I'll talk about it next time, but it tells you exactly what to do, how to get around these problems. And it was pretty insane. I'm going to read up on that after read the episode. On, yeah. Because I don't want to... Uh, well, I'm looking, I hope I win the lotto. I hope <laughs> I win too. That'd be lovely. We'll be coming to you with daily episodes. Yeah, right? Yeah. For sure. It's like... Bam, 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 bam. Also, I'm done drugs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> Daniel, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. All right. <laughs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. <laughs>
<laughs> Too much energy. Too much energy. Welcome back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, uh, Hit dude, me with what you got, son. I got a little story to tell you. For sure. Uh, and it's something that happened in Tasmania. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So it's a very fresh story as well. Um, so we were in Tasmania last week and um, our first stop was Queenstown, which was a small town next to Strawn, which is, I guess, also a kind of smallish town. And I, if I'm getting that wrong for those local Tasmanians, I'm sorry. Uh, so this... Queenstown, we kind of arrived there pretty late and uh, there really isn't much happening in this town. It's very small and the main strip is kind of, was shut like at 6, 6.30. We couldn't even do dinner. Okay. Um, we luckily found one pub that was um, had some lights on. Uh, I was I thought we were just going to see locals there, but we saw some young people walking. I'm like, sweet, you know, something, something to do. Um, while we're sitting down uh, having our schnitty, we uh, overheard some of the girls at this table talking like, oh, yeah, I've done, like, two acting jobs and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe they're doing something. They're traveling for acting or whatever. Uh, a little bit of a rewind. Two days before we flew out, we watched Thor. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a non-spoiler thing, but there's a actor in Thor that um, that's in the beginning and who's in a lot of makeup. They're um, dressed as an, as an alien. And I remember watching it with my partner and I was telling her, I'm like, I know this guy. I know this actor. I've seen him in something. And I was trying to like be like, I thought it was um, the main dude in the 70s show. Is it, was his name Topher Grace? Topher Grace, yeah. yeah. I thought it was him. I'm like, I, I recognize the eyes. He was in pretty heavy makeup. Uh, we look it up and it's the actor who plays the son in The Castle, if you remember the movie The Castle, that classic uh, movie, Aussie movie. Um, Stephen Curry. It's Stephen Curry? Stephen Curry. Really? Is he? Uh, Not wait. the dad, the son. Yeah, I'm trying to find who plays his son. Yeah, Stephen Curry. Oh, yep. Yeah, so we found yeah, out- He's got that Topher Grace look. He does. It's in the eyes, I think. Yeah, it's the sunken eyes. So <laughs> it's the sunken eyes. So um, we, uh, I, I recognized him and we looked him up on IMDb. And I'm like, oh, wow, that was him. I, I mean, I haven't seen him in anything since The Castle. Um, So that was two days before I was thinking Tasmania. the other Stephen Curry. I'm like, what? Oh, right. Yeah, I know. He's, he's dead. Been, yeah, yeah. He just died recently, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Um, so um, we saw him two days- before in Thor and we're just eating and I just look over and Stephen Curry just walks into this pub. You are kidding right now. I'm not joking. He sits down and I look at my partner. I'm like, is that? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, what? Are you sure it was him? 100%. Because well, what made me lock it in even more was the group of girls talking about their acting jobs. So when he sat down and all the people at this table did not look like they knew each other. The way they were talking to each other was like, pleasant conversations for when you when you're with work people that you don't know too well yeah oh, sorry and um so i think they were all actors and of all people to see since has this place dude, in tasmania okay. haven't seen his actor since i watched the castle which i've watched a few times um i saw him i noticed him in full alien makeup in a movie i watched two days before and i saw him in a small town in queenstown tasmania just in a local pub that it was, dude, no one would go to this pub. You wouldn't just drive past and be like, this place is popping off. It's an old building. The decor is like from the 1800s. And he's just chilling with these people. I'm like, what is happening? Whoa, dude. That is mind blowing. I couldn't believe it. And that That's was, some simulation shit right It was right very there. scary. I had to write it down straight away. I was freaking out and I- I mean, my partner was talking to me the rest of the night and I just kept running that over in my head how I just saw him walk in and sit down and I was just like, I, I, I recognized the face and then it clicked that I had just talked about him two days before in the movie and he wasn't even a prominent role. You know, like it's just, uh, he had a role, but it wasn't like a, uh, you know, something in the- That's film. really amazing. Very niche, very niche. That's so cool. Yeah. Holy crap. So you didn't say anything though? I didn't say anything. You know, he's with a group of people. Yeah, and, uh, you kind of also like, you probably get it enough. Yeah, and um, but I was just like, you know, uh, what's happening in Queenstown? Uh, maybe they're filming something, but uh, maybe he lives there. Maybe I just I I couldn't believe that man. That was very scary. Born in Melbourne. Mm. Whoa! Yeah, what a trip out. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anyone famous. Maybe the Wiggle. Uh, uh, I saw Mar- uh, not Murray. I saw um, who's the Blue Wiggle? Anthony. Anthony, I saw him once. Mm. I've seen the Red Wiggle Murray like three times in the wild. 
Oh, I know. I went. I was. A, I was in a cast member. Uh, not a cast member. I was in the audience on the Voice, and I saw a seal and Delta. And, right, right. Um, Delta was. She's pretty damn good looking in yeah. person. It's, <laughs> in, in, if you see them on TV yeah. and they're good looking, they are insane in real right. life. Right. It's that it, it factor. It's just they so much it. more because camera shows everything. Mm-mm. So yeah. if you're like semi good looking, you're on TV. You're super average. Yeah. <laughs> so on TV, unreal. You're like, wow, you are stunning. Yeah. Right. Right. She's yeah, but whoa, man. So yeah, that what a trip out. It was very strange. Were very you just surreal. constantly thinking about it after? I I just. I, I had to keep, I didn't want to be a creep, but I had to keep looking over and being like, what is Hold this actually happening? But, because I had to look at my partner and her face was lit up already. And I was like, is that? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, we didn't have to say it. We we're just like, oh, oh, I need oh, another beer. Man. Yeah. What a trip out. Yeah. So that was interesting. Yeah, no, that is such a cool story. I, I wish that kind of, I wish I could have been there just to see your face. Yeah, it would do. It was uh. I just remember having to have another beer and sit and just digest that. And I, and I mean, this is the first day of the trip and I'm like, we're off to a great start. <laughs> it's going to be a good holiday. Yeah. cool. <laughs> did you see anyone else famous? We didn't see anyone else yeah, famous. Okay. Um, I didn't see too much wildlife. I was hoping to see some wombats. Uh, we saw some peacocks and yeah, yeah. a lot of roadkill. Yeah. You see tons I of roadkill. I, I didn't know it was that crazy. I mean, in, in New South Wales, you see your fair share if you go on like a three-hour drive, which is like, I don't know, maybe two or three dead animals, maybe kangaroos. This is like you're seeing them every couple of minutes. Every like five minutes it is something new. I yeah. I saw probably more of the Tasmania's wildlife dead a lot than alive, yeah, same. which is that's, crazy. That's a bit shame. I saw about 50 dead wallabies. Yeah, I and saw I hit one. all sorts. I told you this. Yeah, I, you I, told me, I, yeah. One went straight under the wheel. That is, I was, I was, and after you told me that- uh, I was very wary, but luckily we we're driving throughout the day, so um, I didn't worry too much. I knew if it was dusk, then you know I had to have your wits about you. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah. Did you just remember go straight? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel's partner was just giving me knowledge about um, if you do see something wife on the road, now. don't. Oh yes, <laughs> wife. Yes, um, it's with the ring. Forgot. Let's do a little close up on that ring right Beep. there. Beep. Get a little shine on that. It's an MIB flash. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, she she was letting me know if you do see something on the road while you're driving, don't swerve. You'll probably end up doing yourself some more damage. So just go, boom, keep it straight. Yep. So that's what I saw too. I just, our mine was at night. So I saw it quickly Scary, dude. run in front of the car and I went straight. And I said, we're about to hit something. And then uh, the wife goes, what? And looks up and I'm like, doom. <sighs> she goes, was that it? It barely felt it. It just felt like it turned into mush. I would have been- because um, in my head, uh, something that, even if it's a wallaby, something that big puts me off course, you know? I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's like a, I hit a speed bump, but like 80 to 100 kilometers. I'm bouncing and then I'm like holding on to this car, trying to overcorrect it. But I, as you said, it's just straight over. Just got to go straight over. I it doesn't, it doesn't really, it didn't really affect the, the, Not the at car. All. Whatever the back wheel. But uh, I guess that's lucky. It ran like yeah. under the car as I was driving. So it went. Well, I went over oh, the wow. middle okay. and the back right wheel just nailed. It was trying to do the Fast and Furious thing where they try and yes, steal the, yes. the, the, the high fire equipment. So it went, we took the Honda and it went in between the wheel arches. Wasn't quick enough and got yeah, taken the out. The S2K that flew under the yeah, truck. Yeah, got taken That's out. That's what I tried to do and uh, it got destroyed. Damn. And I went, whoop. And I didn't even flinch. And I went, oh, well, it's, wow. it's over. I hope I killed it though real quick. Yeah, yeah like you, wouldn't, you don't want it to death. be um, suffering. Yeah. But um, wow, I might have seen it. Yeah, maybe. I might have seen it. Oh, yeah. Wow. What a story. And uh, I did notice, though, the amount of wildlife was huge around there, though, but just because mm. they think there's so much less city. I talked to someone and they were saying that there's not a lot of fencing compared to mainland. So that could uh, be it. Yeah, there's a, it's, with our main roads, there's a lot of fencing. Yeah. And their yeah. stuff is just walking and hopping all over the place. Yeah. I'm sure if you went out here to like Orange and start going in the middle of nowhere, you'd see a lot mm. more. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But yeah. there's a lot of dense bush. I think there's a lot more places to hide for animals in Tasmania where yeah. New South Wales is very open. Yeah. When you go bush, it's just flat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is, yeah, it's just like complete desert when there's this kind of lush forest everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I uh I have a I have a personal story as well, but it's from back in the day. Oh, let me know, man. Um, so it's just a very simple story, but um, back in the day, you know, we, we loved Pokemon. I'm sure you we did too. Pokemon, yep. This is like the first Pokemon gen cards. days when it first came on TV. It was like yeah. mind blowing. 
I think this was like 1999 when, when I first started getting into it. Mm-hmm. Getting um, the cards and everything. Getting the cards mm. and, you know, figuring out what it does and what it was. And, you know, mum trying to get me Pokemon cards from the shop and going to the junk shop and being like, Pokemon cards. And they clearly got the knockoffs. With the with the purple hue on the back? No, no, it no. It didn't blue. even look anything like a normal Pokemon card. It was just clearly like as if you said to someone design a Pokemon card <laughs> and they just went for it. Right, right. And it was not anywhere near the replica and it looked completely different. And yeah. I said to mom, no, these aren't it. What are you doing? Yeah, dude, I remember going like local markets and, and you saw the knockoffs and they had like, instead of the blue border on the back, it was like kind of purply and it was shiny. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, these aren't real. <laughs> yeah, you can tell, but, uh, and they've got Pokemon that don't even exist or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. But um, I asked mom to get them for me and I was like, finally, you got it. Like after maybe five tries, mm. she got us. These aren't the ones. They're a little pricey. Um, they're yeah, definitely treated together. Like I think deck. she was going to the junk shop and mm. just getting the $2 ones. Right. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to get. Yeah. Anyway, I went to my grandma, who I call Baka because I'm Croatian. Mm. And so Baka, she goes, is any like- she wanted to spoil me for some occasion. I think it was my birthday. She's like, what can I get you? I'm like, I would love Shiny Charizard. if you could get a Charizard for oh, me. Oh, right? damn. And she goes, um, she goes, what? Like she couldn't even pronounce a word. This is thick, uh, thick Croatian baka who uh, couldn't uh, barely speak English half the time or really understand. And she's like, Charizard, 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 Charizard. <laughs> yeah. She's like, that's what I say. I'm like, yes. So I wrote it down as clear as I could. I'm like, just show this to the woman and say that. Yep. Because I didn't know how the trading game kind of worked. I think I was seven or eight. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really know how it worked. So I go, she goes, okay, I, I get it for you. Um, the next time we go months later to um, my, uh, to back to, to, to my grandma's house, back up, the, they lived in Central Coast, went there. And she, I forgot that I asked her to do it. Right. And she came back with the, you know, you know how the Pokemon cards used to have a, either a Pikachu or a Bulb, uh, a Venusaur, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, a Venusaur or a Blastoise on the opening of the, the little shrink wrap packet. The little foil one. The foil packet. Yeah, it had yeah. Like a, it had a Pokemon on the outer side, right, mm. to show you it was a Pokemon card. Right. I'll try and pull it up. Yeah, let me, let me see because it's been a long time for me. And I think around that time- uh, the only Pokemon cards I got were from friends and my mum bought me one deck, which was like, but it was in um like a box and it came with like the token and like the leaflet of how to play the game and stuff yeah. like that. Like a starter deck. Yeah. Uh, whoop. Ah, what the hell's going on? What? I remember how big the Pokemon movie was when we were young. Oh man. I Huge. cried. I cried when Ash died. Huge. Pokemon cards. That was, a, that was an event. In packaging. Let's have a look-see over here. Daniel's yeah, like, so, you know, it'd come like that. It was obviously the oh, old, yep. uh, like this. It had these on the front. There, yeah. there, it looked like that. So the little foil packets had the, you know, yeah. the main the main OG3 Mm-mm. types, yep. you know, on the on the outside. Third evolution. Third evolution. Massive or, image or of Or a it. Pikachu. Or it had a Pikachu. Right. It was that three or a Pikachu. Yeah, I remember those, yeah. So- I go up to my grandma and she's got this one. So the Charizard. Yep. And I was just like, oh, thank you. Like I, in my mind, I was like, what? Like, I am just so thankful that you got me what I asked mm. and whatever cards are in here, I don't care. Right. I open it up and the first fucking card is a real first edition holographic Charizard inside. The, Holy crap. the real thing. Yeah. By fluke. Wow. I w- looked at her and I go, <laughs> you don't know what you've done. Dude, yeah, dude. I literally remember the, the, the image of what I did. I literally leapt off the couch like, oh my God, it's, it's it. It's you were, fucking it. You were the Nintendo 64 kid. I turned Nintendo my, 64. Dude, I lost my shit. Yeah, I, I like jumped on her and she was like, is this the right I one? Good. She would have been so did, happy, dude. She was so happy. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Dude, I told all my friends. I said, yeah. I got a real Charizard. They go, no, you didn't. I go, yes, I did. Man, I got the real deal. 
I, I remember putting it under a big stack of books to keep it like real flat. Yeah, I yeah. had like 20 encyclopedias <laughs> stacked up and it was like crisp as- You know what? This is like, like, this is your winning the lottery story. This is, dude. And it was by chance. She just went up to a Kmart supermarket and went, yeah. Charizard? And they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they picked it yeah, off yeah. the shelf and it was fucking Holy it. Crap, the real man. one. Holographic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I looked up what they're worth now. Mm. What do you think they're worth? I do know- how much one of them is worth that, which is uh, Logan Paul's one. Yeah. And it was, I think a little over a million dollars. Oh, okay. Um, it's because I think he wore it on him when he stepped into the ring with Floyd Mayweather. Okay, yeah, yeah. And because of that, that Charizard is worth over a million dollars. Okay. Wow. Crazy. I saw one. So this is gem 10 mint. So yep. it means like untouched by human hands even. Okay. Gem 10 mint means no fingerprints on it at all. Okay. And it's in perfect mint. So condition. someone's opened up the packet with like gloves felt on. gloves. Yeah. So they do that. They, they A lot of people now when they're collecting it do that. Because, you know, people have gone stupid with this crap. It's gone out of control. Yeah. And and so now they open it with gloves on and they put it right into a case. I didn't have any of that. I don't understand the whole uh thing that's been happening over the last couple of years with like someone will be on a live and then they'll just like cut a deck in half like what's what's going on there oh to just be like fuck you to the industry right right anyway but then, I- then people are um, going through the cards live just to see what they got yeah it's and like just- opening unboxings yeah and stuff like oh, that yeah it's yeah. interesting it's more just like I cut a real Charizard Gen 7 right. but this was first edition cards which are the rarest now yeah I had a first edition Charizard holographic 120 HP, I remember it. I remember sh- bringing it like super careful in my pocket to school because mm. they were banned. Right. And I'll be like, guys, come here. Everything got banned. Everyone was like, whoa, looking at it. Couple, maybe five, six years oh after the Pokemon craze. Oh my God. Hold I my threw hand. it in the bin. Oh, dude. I threw it in the bin. I'm like, these are worth nothing because yeah, they were at the I know, time. I know. Yeah, How can yeah. I? I'm a kid, man. I, I'm, dad's like, get rid of your shit in your yeah. room. I'm like, this is worth nothing. I wish I kept it as memorabilia to myself. Yeah. Threw it in the bin. I looked up what one, a gem. Yeah. Mine was not gem 10 mint because obviously I didn't look after well, you're it that kid, much. You played with them. I played with them. Yeah. I would be like winning them in battle. Yeah. I'd be like, I beat you because I got this You'd card. Be s- sliding that shit but all I over the concrete. But I never got it banned. It always stayed in good condition. Mm. I was always keeping it in like the middle of the deck. So it was super crisp. Yeah. Um, I looked up what they go now on eBay and one went for 311,000 US dollars. Oh. I had it. I'll have you know, I still have my Pokemon cards. Oh. And I have some hologram- holographic ones. I got a, like a- First few- gen? I think so. Are they kept um, in good uh, sleeves or anything? They're not in good condition. You know, like, even the holographic stuff's peeling off. Mm. But it's cool to see. I got like a, I got a Ninetales. I got a Vaporeon. Uh, I got a Blastoise. They're probably worth something. They've seen better days, you know? Okay, wow. Because uh, these have been used. But I, I kept them because I'm like, these are shinies. And, yeah, yeah. Um, they're, all, they're OG. I'll bring them around next time. The Blastoise would be worth a lot. Maybe. I don't know. It depends on the condition. They really, they have not seen uh, the light of day in a long time and they've been just kept with a fat rubber band around them. Yeah. And, they, you know, all the edges are frayed and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I kept them because I'm like, you know what? Uh, I, I'm i a hoarder and I'm also very nostalgic. I kept all that shit. Yeah. I wish I did because I think even in the condition that it was, which was good, I didn't use it a lot and I kept it away. Um, I still think it'd be worth a decent amount of cash. I cashed in on that um, time where everyone would uh, stop giving a shit about him. I'd go to my friend's house and every time I went to his house, he just had them around the house. Like they'd just be in the in the garden or behind the couch. I'm like- Can I have this? Can I have this? He's like, yeah, dude. And I was just, like, <laughs> just collecting them yeah, over time. I should have done that. And uh, yeah, I got myself a fat collection at home. Nice. Well, anyway, I thought that was such a crazy fluke that my grandma just picked out a Charizard. Yeah, and it's dude. The fucking thing. Oh wow, what a um, what a story to tell. And you know what? That is a story you can tell to your kids. That's yeah. sick because that's legendary. It was a legendary cool. card. Did you have so. any photos of it of you and your card? I don't know. I don't think I ever wasted the film on it because mm. by the time we had digital cameras, it was gone. Yeah. Hmm. I was real young. I didn't know they'd be worth you anything later. No, I mean, we played with who, our toys. Who can tell? No. You would never know in 20 years of, of future thinking that when I was the 10-year-old me yeah. would be have a $300,000 card in their hand. Also, back then, none of this shit was kind of becoming nostalgic. Like now with COVID, everything's gone stupid. Big, yeah, like big time. Everything is worth something now. Even my the uncle, dumbest crap. Uh, when the yo-yo craze was up, when we were in primary school, my uncle gave me two Coca-Cola branded yo-yos and he was like, yeah, these are, 
pretty good yo-yos. Little did I know they're collectors. Yeah, they're collectors. Uh, I played with that shit until it broke. Mm. I would be slamming it and it would be rubbing, uh, spinning on the ground and it was just like all chipped and shit. And it cracked. On the concrete? Yeah, yeah. walk the dog. Woo. Yeah, I did all that. I played yeah. with it until it broke. And uh, then in hindsight, you're like, oh man, I should have kept, you know, kept Yeah, the old Coca-Cola ones. You just play with your toys. You're a kid. You're not yeah. thinking about this dumb crap. And I also, like that I had it though. I, that like, it was yeah. going to do this. I like that I had it. Yeah. It's cool. It's a good memory to have. Wow. Mm. Yeah, good times. That was your lottery story. And I hope it happens I did again. win the lotto and I fucking yeah. threw it in the bin. That would have been it a good didn't go to my head though. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. I like that you, um, you're telling all, everyone. All of a sudden I'm the mob boss. Yeah, yeah. The score. It's like he's got the Charizard. I'm like in a throne. Like- Someone's uh, spiking your, your juice popper. I, I was ha- happy that no one rolled me. Breaking for the it reflector on your bicycle. No one like jumped me for it. I tried to snatch it. Yeah. I was very scared bringing it to mm. school. I, I was thought, um, maybe someone snatch it from your hand and just run off with it. Mm. But I'd be like, yeah. I did the same stupid shit, man. I was always trying to impress like older kids. And uh, when Tarzas were popping off, yeah, I luckily have two older sisters who um, had already had a bit of a Tarzo collection, so I was able to inherit that mm. at, and have that in primary school. And I was in like year one or two, and um. I had a few thins and, you know, thins were the shit. And I remember giving them to my friend's older brother because he's like, let me use them in a battle and I'll bring them back to you. And he lost them. And I was like, so devastated. I'm like, I should never let him have it. And um, I had this really sick- Never again. Never again, dude. Um, I had this sick Space Jam Tarzo holder of the green alien. And it was a, a canister where you store your Tarzos in and he'd sit on the top as a lid. And I remember I gave it to my next door neighbor growing up. And I thought about that for years. I'm like, I should have never given that away. I'm like, I, that's such a thing I would kept. And uh, like 10 years later, I remember being, I thought of it. I looked up on eBay. I found one in the box for like 10 bucks. I bought it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you're going to be like, it's worth a mint. Nah, it would have been cool. But I'm holding on to that thing. It's in the you box. Never, it's in the box. Mint. It's in, oh, I don't know if it's mint, but it's in the box. And right. uh, it's the same alien. So even though it's not the one I grew up with, I like that. It's back in my hands. Oh, I, I think that's really cool that you're able to go buy that because you know what? Another 20 years could be worth huge. It could be. And, uh, you know, Space Jam 2. Uh, you know, I should probably check. Let's have a look right now. Yeah, go. Let's have a look. You keep um, you keep the people busy while I go on eBay. All right. Let's see. I'll try. Space Jam. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello. Hello, my ragtimes. I'm a time gal. Okay. Oh, no, dude. Michael Jordan's head on the Tarzo canister is 18 bucks. Are they worth nothing? Yeah, I don't think they're worth anything. Are Tarzos worth a bit? I mean, that doesn't look like it. I have some holographic oh, in, some the in, drawer, the, in the box. In the drawer just there. Yeah. I have some holographic uh, Pokemon that evolve as you, these little these little holographic cards that you um you can rotate when you are, and they, they like evolve. I'll try and pull one out right yeah, now. Yeah, bring it out. We had a lot of cool collecting stuff when we were younger, didn't we? Yeah, I, a Tarzos were a thing that I had. Oh, dude, complete box of 1996 Space Jam tournament tubes. $300 Australian. Not bad. But that's for all four, apparently. I thought there was way more than that. Um, that's pretty cool. Man, we had a lot of stuff. Uh, for those of you 90s kids, do you remember like the Dragon Ball Z Tarzos that came out? Um, and you'd assemble like a little spinner. And then you'd get like gold versions of like Gohan or something. And, and, and you'd assemble it. They'd come out in a packet and you'd assemble it and then you'd spin it and battle people. I guess it came around around, around the Beyblade phase, which was um, which was nuts, man. Beyblades got crazy, hey? Yeah. Beyblades was nuts. I remember everything that came out pretty much just got banned at our school. Um, I remember I think some kid was standing behind another kid as he let it rip and uh, he cut his eye. Was standing behind him and the ripcord hit the kid's eye and it was like, oh, that's the end of that. Yo-yos banned, even just playing cards banned. So that's why it led people like me to eat Zenzu beans off a tree. You gotta, you gotta make do with what you, with your imagination when you, when everything's banned as a kid. Um, what did you guys collect when you're in, when you're in primary school? And for any of you um, listeners that are in school right now, is there anything that you're collecting? What's, what's popping off? Daniel's currently looking for um, some shiny Tarzos. And I think next episode, we're going to have a few things that um, if we can find our nostalgic things from when we're young, I'll definitely have a few at home. I'll bring them in. We'll we'll do a little um, unraveling and boxing, live unboxing of nostalgia. 
I got some old stuff, dude. I'll find it for next episode. We'll get it for next episode. We'll do a little nostalgia trip next episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. do that. That sounds good. That's cool. All right, but yeah, I, I saw a Game Boy in there, but I'll, I'll, I found it before, but the table's in the way, so I'll, That's all I'll right. move it. But um, Next episode. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, I kept a couple of collectibles, and I'm like, how did I keep that, but not the fucking Charizard? I know. <laughs> fucking stupid. I, I was obsessed with Sonic growing up, so I kept all my Sonic Tarzos. I still have those. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I threw all my Tarzos away. I had a good collection. All that crap, cool stuff. I had all the red Dragon Balls, uh, orange Dragon Ball Z fluoro Tarzos and mm, stuff. Yes. Yeah. I even had a gold Vegeta one. That I had a gold holographic. Gohan. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. That was a sick. Wait, did they come in JJ's? Did they come in JJ's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I had the other day that did not taste normal? Do you remember, you know, Burger Men? Yeah. I had, you know how they come back? Yeah. Have you tried them? I have, yeah. Um, they don't taste no, the same. They're definitely different. So there's yeah. this other uh, other type of chip called Tubes. Yeah. I They taste more like Burger Men. I'd say they taste more like Burger Men. And that, that's a, another chip that's res- like come back. Yeah. That, that was an OG back. chip. Yeah. I think it came back twice. I remember coming back in high school. Yeah. And then went away and then came back again. Uh, but Burger Men's definitely changed. They've, uh, you know, messed with the formula. Yeah, They've even Pringles. Sw- yeah, it's no good. It's that yield. Get that yield out of it. Yeah. Get more for less or yeah. more for less cost and they just ruin the flavor and then that's it. You Kids these shit. days don't know what they got. Kids these days don't know what the Cocoa Pops used to taste like. No. Those pure sugs. Pure sugs. <laughs> <laughs> now they're going back and they get so apple slices. They were crunchy, the they old were good, Cocoa dude. Pops. They were just they were banging, central. Dude. They were banging. Um, oh man, I had uh, Thins the other day for a comp. Like I know chip companies are making the chips smaller, the packets smaller, the chips thinner, just to shave off some you know nanometers of a chip to get mm-hmm. more yield. For a company whose whole thing is thin chips, I don't think they should have done that because I tasted the chip and dude, it melted in my mouth. There was no crunch. It was so thin that it's not a chip anymore. It almost tasted yeah, wet. It almost felt wet I in like, my mouth. I like it was thin, cold. You mean the chicken thins or something Just like that? Just like the, the, the chip packet thins. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the packet thins. I had a, You know which company has uh, kept me um, on board mm. is um, Smith's. Yes, yeah, Smith's is good. The squinkle cut. The squinkle cut. Yep. They're perfect. They've been the exact same as long as I can remember. Yeah, they're, they're keeping it strong. And uh, the oh, ad- Stephen Curry did Smith's ads. No, he didn't. He did, dude. I swear. Let me, We've let me gone full circle now. I swear he did. I remember him on Smith's ads. Let's have a look. I don't. I didn't recognize Stephen Curry, by the way. I didn't know who he was. There he is, dude, on the Smith's commercial. Oh, I do know him. Ladies and gentlemen, we come full circle in one episode from talk. And also, why does he keep dude, popping up in my Dude, is he going to walk in the door right now? Oh, he's doing Uber Eats. Oh, shit, there he is. <laughs> oh, shit, it's Stephen Curry. <laughs> oh, Wow. The gobble dog dude, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why did we always see it growing up, but I, I never saw any ads to like to give it any um what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh uh backing, like uh there's no law. We don't know the law of the gobble dog, but he's just there. It's like a yowie. Oh, okay. Like this little guy. Who is that? That is the Smith's uh mascot. He would sometimes be on chip packets. They're sometimes sneaking in on ads when I remember growing up. And I was always like, what is that thing? This is some Mandela shit right here because I you do not remember, remember this guy. That This little guy right here, you'd, you'd see him sneaking on a packet sometimes. And sometimes they kept him in the ads, but I, I think he was a mascot for um, the franchise and they must have just slowly phased him out. I think I know why. Look, I mean, we'll bring up a photo for those of you watching. Yeah, yeah. It's freaky f- mascot, but- um. I don't, I, don't know they, I, don't, I don't know what it they did. It just looks like the dark crystal. Yeah, it does. He puppet. does. It's very scary, dude. Um, I don't know what, who came up with that. I don't know the law for it, but um, it was strange growing up because I'd see the gobble dock and uh, I would not know the relevance. Right. Mm. It's just like uh, almost round the twist type of shit. Where it's yeah, like, I don't yeah, know why you're yeah. here. You're freaking me out a lot. I don't like this. We'll get rid of, we'll get rid of gobble dock. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I got a little. I got a little conspiracy theory for you. Let's go. We got time. Take me there. Yeah, we got yeah. We got what time for one more thing? Okay. Let me uh, let me dive into this one. So this is a bit of a internet mystery. Sure. Okay. Uh, this is surrounding a person called Padma McCord. So uh, if you type in Padma McCord's name, you'll be confronted with several websites and YouTube videos all about her businesses. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, she claims to be a president of a large corporation, a real estate agent, even a billionaire. Uh, she owns a bunch of domain names which are all related to her name and mainly consist of stock imagery and poorly photoshopped images of um, herself. And there's just links that lead back to um, her real estate business, which doesn't look legit at all. And I'll bring up a few um, examples for you, Daniel. And, and for those of you watching, we'll bring up some um, some pictures on the screen. But this is like the type of Photoshop we're talking about, like poorly Photoshop images of this woman's face um, just amongst stuff. She's just there, heavily Photoshopped. Um, I'm bringing up- What was the up web- with her eyes in that last picture? Uh, yeah, I, I, she's got some obsession with just popping in blue contacts or maybe some blue filters. No, but the eyeliner, what the hell was that? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty full on. It's, uh, it makes her look like uh, like she has some eye condition. There's hundreds of photos all over the internet of this person. Yeah. Um, this is her website, her real estate website. As you can see, there's, there's nothing to explain what they do. Um, and there's just stock images just there. And uh, supposedly she has several domain names that she's paying for. And they're all up and there's YouTube videos and stuff like that. So, um. It's, it's, it's very strange. So Already very sus. Very sus. So um, it would make sense if she's doing this to promote her business, but the websites just lead back to nothing and there's no businesses to promote. So the question is, why put all this money to run these websites that just are, pictures of, are shitty pictures of yourself? Um, she even has an IMDB page with her listed as the director for two movies that don't even exist. Very okay. bizarre. Um, the YouTube channel, apparently, I haven't, I haven't actually had a look, but... Um, has a bunch of videos with that are mainly like a minute long of just some slideshow of stock imagery and um of and pictures of houses and herself just shitty slideshow with some generic music and um it sounds very fake sounds like a bot created this but uh there's apparently some vimeo videos out there about uh, of her ranting about god and porn whores and a popular theory um as to what's going on is that there was a porn star called Padma McCord who came up in the search results when you typed in her name. So since she didn't want, uh, since of because of her views, she's gone out of her way to create a bunch of content that's safe for work so that it drowns out this uh, porn association with her name. Mm-hmm. That's one uh, that's one theory. Um, the Another theory is that the porn actress herself is Padma McCord and she's attempting to bury her past with all this sort of stuff. Yep. And uh, but it doesn't explain why you'd go out of the way to make um, pointless YouTube videos and stuff like that, and, and an IMDb page. And another very common theory is that the Padma McCord is very mentally ill and has been creating these websites and uh, videos out of some kind of delusion. Okay, so Sorry, I'm just trying to see if. And uh, I'm glad Daniel isn't uh, screen recording right now because it would be very non-safe for work. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of uh, nudity popping up when you type in her name, but. Uh, there, I believe there is a porn video out there from what I've heard. and um, But if you type in her name, uh, you'll just see is a bunch of terribly Photoshop images of this woman's face on just models' bodies, um, mocked up uh, magazines. Do they have her real face? I think that is her real face, but she's heavily edited it. And um, there's the photos of her with these two dudes, as you can see. And some people know. suspect that maybe she's, um, you know, crying out for help. She's under some- uh, Duress. Yeah, by from like some some dude, and that's her son apparently. Like there's a lot of these theories, and um, very sus, very very strange uh, images. Could be just someone that's bored and doesn't really know what's going on. What a weird yeah, kind so, of um, way to go about. Well, because I've heard, yeah, I've heard that trying to snuff out anything on Google if your name does come up in a porn search or something. Um, wouldn't it be easier to just change your name or go by some sort of alias in a business? Yeah, yeah. Be like, what's her name? Padma. Be like Padma Barn or Padma. Drop the muck. Just Padma Cord. Huh? Drop the muck cord. Oh, yeah. Pa- yeah, yeah. Padma Cord. That's but look at this website. Just Padma Cord Investments Real Estate Business Investor New oh, Just so for the audience who are just listening, the website is just Padma McCord Investment Real Estate Business investor, new homes. <laughs> so so and generic. All the pictures look like Windows XP background bliss. Yes. Just landscape green with sunset and just green. And that's all that's on the website. You just scroll down. There's, there's 20, 30 pages of, of just 
um, just just scenery, yeah. like nice scenery to look at, but nothing to do in this is me, this is who I no. am. It's just very generic as if a bot said, make a website about something. Yeah. And you click a link and it'll just take you to another one that's just like Padma called Real Estate Business Investor and it's just the same website, junk imagery. And the thing is- you Are we going to see the Laura Ipsen on there somewhere? Yeah, it might. Um, you know, like you got to pay money to have these domain names. You, gotta, you do. You got to keep these but up and running. You, do you know how cheap they are though? Are they? I have one. Do you? It cost me $6 a year. Okay, that's not too bad, I guess. But uh, I mean, why are, you, why are you putting this up? Padma McCord Enterprise.biz. But there's multiple websites now. There's uh, heaps. It's just more. It's There's heaps of websites. Just more landscape images. It's just amazing wallpaper stuff. Heaps of uh, Photoshop images of her. Um, and people have tried to do some deep dives on this stuff. And uh, it's just very odd. There's no real reason to why someone would go to this much effort to put this much content out there. Yeah. Especially these YouTube videos, which I'll, um, I'll try and bring up. Hopefully, I can get some. Uh... Do you think she's doing this? Do you think it's her or someone else is trying to do something for her? Or it's. How long has she been around? I'm not too sure. I think it's been happening for many years, probably since like mid 2000s. Whoa. 2010s. The Photoshop way she shops her face as well is very odd. Yeah. It's just like. Clearly. Straight like, copy and paste. Copy paste the same exact overdone Photoshop onto random people's faces. And um, is that on her profile? This is her profile on YouTube. It's all landscapes. Again. Um, these videos, like, you know, they're around 200 to 600 views per video. They're around 25, uh, 20, 20 seconds long. And I'm going to play one of them for um, for Daniel right now. But as you can see, they're just uh, generic music and just generic words popping up over generic pictures of forests and landscapes and this is if you told an ai to make a personality person and then just fill their their online presence and content which is the first thing that pops up on when you type image yeah. on google which is like wallpapers and um there's heaps of videos man there's so many videos what the hell is going on who's putting this much effort into three years ago just homes really New homes, real estate investments, business builders investing. And they're just a slideshow of just homes with just uh, AI. Please stuff. generate content on me online where I am a home investor. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts out of those three theories? Um, what do you reckon is the most uh, plausible out of those? She's three? filling the content with something, but yeah. it looks like it's AI generated content. You think that she's hiding uh, because of her, her values, how she's like went on a rant in a video about porn, whores, and God? that you reckon she's trying to hide something? She's trying to you fill You could delete fill the space. that video though. You never, nothing's ever deleted the porn on The actress name thing sounds most plausible to me. It's like you're just trying to fill the world with content. You think that she was the actress herself and she's trying to hide it or she doesn't like that someone, there's a name of I hers. think it's one of those too, Yeah, right, right. That she's got her name out there somewhere mm. and someone else has the same name and is a porn star. Yeah. Or- she did some porn back in her life. Mm. Why would you keep the same name? Why would you go into porn with your real name? Or something got leaked that she yeah. was, um, that had her name on it yes. or affiliated with her. And she's just trying to drown it she's out. She's drowning out. Or yeah. do you think she's delusional, just mentally ill? Um, that could be the case mm. too. Because those, uh, well, and for those of you watching, we'll bring up but a few images of the Photoshop. Much. This, it, all the content, it just seems too much. It's a lot. And for the for those of you watching, we'll bring up several images of her yep. poorly photoshopped face. But it, it's really bad Photoshop, and I don't know why you would go to this much effort to um to have this many photos of yourself. It's uh, as if you just got on paint and slapped the face directly yeah. onto another picture and spent no time matching the color whatsoever. So you can clearly tell it's not the face that's mm. stuck on. And just bumped person. up the hue and saturation. Yeah, and the very, very blown out features where, you know, make the eyes really big and cartoonish and yeah. doesn't look human at all, looks alien-like. Yeah, yeah. They're very weird. Do you think this is an alien trying to pose as what humans are? Could be. And they're like, This is human presence. This oh, we, we edit our photos of ourselves and put it online. We do YouTube. We have a business. Could be just like they they got alien eyes and they've just stuck on yeah. cartoonish features. You know, um, when the people put the makeup on the eyelid, so when yeah. they close their eyes, their eyes look yeah. like that, dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. This is that uh, alien hybrid experiment that's coming out in real life. Oh, the scary dude. She, the face to, scares me. It does. It's freaky. There's it's something not eerie human. about it's it. It's not human. There's something very It looks eerie. like there's pain in the eyes. There's a weird stare that she's just giving. Yeah. It's like an alien. For I'm those of you listening, out. go do yourselves a favor and search up Padman McCord. Have a little deep dive. If you can uh, find anything, let us know in the comments. If you if you know anything, if you can, if you if you've heard anything, if you know Padma McCord, let us know. Yeah, that would be very interesting. If you know Padma McCord, shoot, call us. If you've bought a house from Padma McCord, one eight hundred double dose nine six one. All call collected. Calls. You'll be charged five dollars an hour. A five dollars a minute. Five thirty-seven dollars a minute. <laughs> Oh, that's it, man. But that's cool. I'm going to look more into that because I want to know for next episode. I'm going deep Dan. on that one. We'll let you know what Daniel says next episode. We'll bring in some uh, nostalgic stuff next episode. Yeah, we'll bring in some nostalgic like stuff. And yes, sick. And maybe have a nostalgia trip. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm all about that nostalgia. We, we love nostalgia here. Yeah, we do. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another yeah. episode of Double Dose. And uh, we hope you enjoyed our kooky and wacky stories. Yeah. Definitely had a good catch up this time and we're happy to be back. And I hope you... Um, don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you guys. Bye. See catch you guys. Up.